0: All right. So, thanks for the interview, man. Um, I, mm-hmm. I see you do a lot of things out there, mm-hmm. man. I mean, I, I, pro athlete. You started, you started off as amateur, and then you pro athlete. And I, I think I seen you. Um, one of the shows I see a video, a picture of you with uh Jacoby. I think you, you got when your athletes are competing or something like that. You have know, like a team or something. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So I got my um, uh, I got my team going. So um. What happened was I was working at Bailey's gym and sweat PT for so long. And they generally, they, they swayed us not to go into the realm of, um, training people for bodybuilding and things of that nature. They're a little bit more conservative. They want us more on like just a lifestyle and of thing. So, um, so, so once, um, I went ahead and left Bailey's gym and branched off and now I'm doing my own business it's called gym partner. And with Gym Partner, it's um it's funny because I got into training due to bodybuilding, but I was working for a company where I really wasn't allowed to train people the way I wanted to with bodybuilding. They didn't really want to promote yeah. it, so now I'm able to promote it. So, yes, I was at that show, um, the NGA West Coast Classic. Um, I was coaching my uh, client, Jeff. He ended up coming in third, but um he has another show this Saturday. It's going to be the OCB show down in Miami. Um. He's he's got that one coming up tomorrow, so that's going to be real exciting. But, yeah, um, my team, it's uh, under my uh, personal training company name, Gym Partner. That's also the same name of uh, my app as well. So I got the um, personal training going, got the app, and I'm also um, accepting competitors for coaching on that app as well.
0: Nice, nice. Now, so so, some people have a history of, of your background. Tell
2: us about how you got into the the bodybuilding industry. How, how did you get involved in it? Uh, really, I got involved. I just slipped up into it, to be honest with you. Uh, what happened was after I graduated college, I went to Jacksonville University. And um, I was on the football team there back when we had a football team. They just um, canceled the football program there last year. But um, back when we had a football team there, I was there and I was athletic. And once I graduated school and all i was still waking up at 5 five thirty, working out and i was like man i gotta challenge this energy somewhere i gotta use it to compete towards something and so that's where um one of my best friends he's actually a groom to my wedding was on um, david Campy. he's an ifb pro and he owns dynamic fitness i don't know if you heard of them but um i saw mm-hmm. him competing and naturally i asked him um to coach me up and before i know it i did um two NPC shows, and then when I did my first natural show, the OCB Sunshine State Natural back in 2016, I got my pro card back in 2016. The moment I did my first natural show.
0: Nice, nice. Now, when you did NPC shows, and you ended up doing OCB shows, would you, when you first came in OCB, did you, when it first came to a natural show, did you think like I? After I interviewed, they like they did the NPC show, like, yeah, I figure I'll go, I'll go naturally. Yeah, I got this, man. I got this. And then they, they competed. Like, whoa, this was a rude awakening. They, 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 these boys on point. They, would you oh,
2: yeah, the same? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, definitely. So, when I went in, so actually when I went into my first natural show, I knew it was going to be competitive. I was actually real motivated, too, because NPC show, I got eighth place twice. Like, I got the first one I did was the Dexter Jackson in 2015. I got eighth out of 13 people. And then um, two months later, I did the All-South back when it was at St. Augustine. And I got 8 out of 15 people. So I was motivated. So I didn't care who was coming. (laughs) Who was coming in. I was like, I'll make sure I'm on point. And so actually what happened was um, I listened to my coach. I initially planned to do a show in April, that following April of 2016. She said I wasn't ready. Then in May, she said I wasn't ready. And Then in June, that show came about and ended up hopping in that. But, yeah, I do uh, I do see a lot of guys that kind of think that natural isn't as competitive. It just isn't as many people in there. I mean, to be quite honest, I mean, there, there's a lot that goes into natural bodybuilding with the patients and wanting to build and take the time um, to do things naturally. You don't lose weight as quick. You don't gain muscle as quick. And so I think a lot of guys believe like, oh, the competition's not gonna be all that. I was like, no, these guys are coming on stage here, even though it's not as many of us. The ones that are coming are coming in hard because they're dedicated. I mean, if you see someone who's on point naturally, you have to think about how their mental mind is to say no to all those temptations uh, and, yeah. and keep things steadfast going forward. So when you so by the time that stage, you're, you're hitting a the monster. There ain't no diuretics <laughs> or anything like that. There ain't, no, just coming off a cycle or something like that. No, you're hitting a monster. That dude, he has a different kind of mindset. It's kind of like, I always say, you find the guy with nothing to lose.
1: <laughs>
2: like, 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 you can never be the guy who has nothing to lose because he ain't he, he losing. So that's how it's kind yeah. of going when you go get the natural guy. Uh, so for me, I didn't really witness, witness that um, myself, but I do see that a lot of times with people for uh, for what I've seen in my
1: experience.
0: Nice, nice. Now, how, like for the company you have now, the one you, you 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 got with your athletes, how many athletes do you have so far that you work you working with?
2: All right, so actual competitors, I got six competitors, and I got mm-hmm. thirty subscribers on my app. Um nice. Total, so yeah, so thirty clients total. Six of those are competitors. We're steadily growing. We just launched officially this past August, so um, I made sure I did everything right way when I um, left my former uh, career platform. So wanted to make sure I left them in good hands and things of that nature. So I, I pretty much just started from the ground up. I just started rebuilding. And um, mm-hmm. I feel really good just knowing that we're only about um, two months in.
0: Nice, nice. Now, from the athletes you have there, the competitive athletes, versus the ones you have that so either try to get in shape or just try to for a, a different reason, uh, you, you did say that you use a different method for like the bodybuilders.
1: Um, yes.
0: Like to, to get to get the way they they need to be at. Um, right. Is it is it how how different is it like from from like say a woman's trying to do bikini competitive versus she try a woman trying to just get in shape. What what kind of give us give us an example of the uh, the, uh, the um the, the workouts you would have them do between the two different the difference. You, yeah,
2: yeah. So the workouts would be instead of you just trying to get in shape, to be honest, I'm just happy you're going to the gym um for four to five days out the week. And I'm just happy to get you in there. So the workout is purposely made for a realistic um mindset and realistic goal setting is what we like to say. Meaning, okay, I'm gonna have you squad, but I'm saying, Hey, go heavy on one week, go lighter in the next week, um, have more of like a touch up week to next week and then go back and go heavy again if you're just doing lifestyle and just standard weight loss. Really just more teaching fundamentals, just basic um, training techniques. If you're doing a squat, it's going to be a standard four sets of 10 or four sets of 20. But now when you go to versus actual competitors, now you're looking at a lot more pyramids. So you're going to see um, exercise and squats going to be 20, 16, 12, increased weight each set. Um, it's going to be Cardio at least um, four times a week, if not um, every day. There's going to be some more high intensity in there. Um, you got drop sets, less break periods versus the standard weight loss. Like, oh, yeah, I'll give you about a 90 second um, rest period when it's competing. So you drop the weight, you got to go to the next exercise. <laughs> you get
1: yeah.
2: you, you breaking mean, the shows yeah. over.
1: <laughs> you get breaking the offseason. <laughs> so it's a.
2: So there's a lot of different training styles. You're going to see more pyramids, drop sets, a lot more isometric holds, coming down the squat, hold hold the barbell squat for like 10 seconds and then explode up as fast as you can. Um, and, uh, hitting intervals of abs and cardio so that you can get that conditioning, more plyometrics, more jumping. It's more aggressive style training versus um, lifestyle. You're just getting your standard workouts and just make sure um, they're just in a minor deficit. Versus competing, you want them in a um, in a bigger deficit, and then of course you want to get them ready. Right. You want to carve them up right before the show.
0: Nice. Now, your first time athletes. You have any first time athletes? Like let's say first time doing shows. You have any of those?
2: Uh, first timers. Yeah. So um, the the competitor I had actually the NGA West Coast Classic. That was his first natural show. It was um, only his second show overall. Um, that that was Jeff. So he got his third show coming up um, tomorrow. Emma's doing her second show, but she hasn't done a show in years. She's going to, um, we're debating where she's going to compete at. We're just going to get her ready and then see what's on the schedule. I really like doing that. I usually suggest that for competitors when you're doing your first show. Don't get so mm-hmm. caught on what show you do. Just get ready first so you know you're going to do well and then choose one. Emma's doing her second. Um, uh, Serena's gonna do one early next year, hopefully around February, March time. That'll be her first mm-hmm. one. She's gonna be a figure competitor. She's gonna be really good. She has a gymnastics background. Really excited for wow. her. And then um Kiana, she's gonna be another one. She's actually a kickboxing coach. And um wow. has some strong legs. So her legs are stronger than a lot of guys I coach.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs>
2: clearly, but but, uh, but yeah, she she's strong. So um so I say about I say half of them out of the six I say about half of them are first time um, competitors and the and um, the other half they've done shows but um, they're still fairly new. Um, whenever you take like a big break from shows like that, like in Evelyn's case, yet her body hasn't been under this kind of stress in a while, so the whole carb depletion she's kind of adjusting to it again. Versus if you've done a show like less than a year ago, you kind of know what to expect, but your body. It seems foreign to your body once you take years off like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, what's what's the biggest challenge you see when you deal with athletes when they're preparing for a show? Is it the diet? Is it the workouts? Or is it the mentality of getting focused for that show? What is the biggest challenge you see or difficult you see that most athletes that you work with have when preparing for a show?
2: It's diet, but but um, I don't want to say just diet. It's more of diet like balance to give you a complete response, meaning, oh, well, it's pizza night at their parents' house. They go over to their night, Otherwise, they go over to their parents every other um, week for pizza night, and they feel bad when they can't eat pizza. It's more of that. It's like they want to do it. They want to stay disciplined, but it's just trying to get that support system. So whenever I get an athlete, especially when it's their first time, I try to tell them, Look okay, at your support system and talk to them before you get into this and make sure you're all on the same page. Because I had an athlete, um athlete, West. I mean, he was pretty upfront about it. But I had an athlete, um, West, this past summer. He was all ready to go, ready to compete. And right before the show, his um, girlfriend had a different idea, and he agreed with it. He agreed that he didn't want to compete, but he was ready. He did all the prep and everything, completely everything. He was ready to go. All we had to do was step on stage. He, he was easily below 6% body fat. He was ready. <laughs>
1: and, oh, but, you wow. know,
2: things happen. Yeah, things happen. And so, I mean, for him, he felt bad that when his girlfriend made hamburgers, she couldn't eat. And when his parents uh pizza night and things of that nature, he couldn't um, partake or anything. And so I say it was nutrition, but when people hear that, they're like, oh, the diet stuff. No, it's not so much the diet stuff. It's, it's getting yeah. everyone on board, your, your family members, your friends. Make sure they're not you yeah. to drink. Like, you want to go out for their birthday and not be that bad friend at their birthday party. But at the same time, you can't have any cake. So, it's just finding that balance is the hardest thing for them.
1: Yeah.
0: Which, which brings, me, brings me to my next question. Because I, I want to say congratulations to you. I said no, I'm said on Instagram. Congratulations to you and your wife and your marriage.
1: Um, Thank you. Thank and you. And
0: so, what I, what I want to bring my next question is, um, some athletes, because you know when you start competing, you're in a different zone, right? You, you focus on your show. You focus on preparing for that show, and so when you focus for, on that show, it takes away from other things, like maybe your spouse or, your, or you spend time with your spouse, or your kids. It takes away from other things because you focus. You spend your most, most of your time in the gym or preparing for that meals and everything. Um, what advice would you give for some for someone? Because I know balance is important. Because a lot of people have problems with their girlfriend or boyfriend or, or whatever. Because sometimes they don't understand, you know, saying what what's all involved in in competing, uh, you know. So, and sometimes the athlete doesn't, they they kind of isolate themselves. So, right. what advice would you give for an athlete about to get into um, something like this, and to, to so them to balance everything out? What advice would you give them?
2: Um, primary thing is uh, communication. Communication is key, and. Yeah. You hear that all the time in relationships and things, but um, my wife and I we discussed that a lot. And what we did was we got yeah we got married last New Year's Eve. We had a surprise wedding; no one knew about it. It was really cool. But um, but we did the whole premarital counseling before we got married, and then we discussed this topic because I've been known. Um, cause this is my child, childhood church, uh, Impact Church, so they see me grow. Um, grow up since sixth grade and so they know me well for bodybuilding all that stuff and so that topic definitely came up during the pre medical counseling and and the main thing is, is just making sure that we sit down if we have to write down things take notes but say okay w- when you're going to start prep when uh um, what's the estimated date of you doing the show what's the estimated expenses and then what are your calculated triggers what what things are going to happen where you may get frustrated or upset due to being on low cards and having mood swings. Discuss all that and have that all written down and make sure you're all on the same page. Always tell people that whenever you're on prep, your Smith Gowder's on prep too. Whether they're stepping on stage or not, they're on prep too because they're there either help you clean the kitchen, cook meals, or just um, just, um, flat out just dealing with
1: you. I always know that.
2: I (laughs) always know the last three, four weeks, I always get really moody because the carbs are so low and I get hungry and I can't think straight. And my wife knows that. And so it's one of those things where we say, hey, even though I'm probably in the wrong for my mood swings, um, she's like, okay, he's just on prep, he's doing bodybuilding. if he treats me a certain way, no, it's not inexcusable, but let's not make a drastic decision or make anything drastic to change our relationship for the long term. And so it's really just having sitting down, not just say, Oh, we're going to communicate. No, it's like, what are you communicating? What is the substance of the communication? What triggers you? What upsets you? How are they going to react to it? Uh, make sure you're not making any emotional decisions and um, and just really just see what your faith is like. I'm not over here to preach, um, you know, come get saved, born again. Uh, of course, I always recommend it, but not here to be in that kind of realm. But just say, hey, whatever your beliefs are, just make sure you uh, you have a stronghold on them, and mm-hmm. and that your person, your partner, are on the same mindset, have the same um, mentality as you do, uh, and that now be able you'll be able to be successful then. Because if they're not in your corner, you're not going to do well on the show because you're going to stress. Cortisol goes up, cortisol goes up. Yeah, testosterone goes down. You stop losing weight. You look all watery. You look defeated and you're depressed, and you You have a poor, poor performance on stage.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Because I mean, if you look, because you see him on Facebook, Instagram, you can tell a couple like what, there's a couple uh, right now. Olympia, Olympia, you see you see when they, uh, the, the husband or the boyfriend might be the coach, and the girlfriend or wife might be the athlete, or it could be vice versa. But you, you see where they're connected. You know what I'm saying? Like, they support each mm-hmm. other in the sport. And you, you can mm-hmm. tell people support each other or the husband supports the wife while she's she on stage. And then you can see mm-hmm. after the show, if you, if you look sometimes at the show, they have, some people be arguing, uh, arguing like behind stage or this and that. And like you said, you've got to have communication, and they both got to know what's going on when they go into this. If not, yeah. it, it, it can't it can put a strain on the relationship.
2: Yeah, exactly. And um, I'll be honest with you, my my wife will be upfront about it. She does not like bodybuilding. She'll see the point of it. Anything like of of that, she won't see the purpose, but she knows it's something I love to do and she's supportive of me um whenever I do it. And as long as I'm still making sure she's the priority, that um our that our faith is first, our family's first, she's first, as long as those priorities stay um stay in line and I'm not putting bodybuilding above those things. She, I have a, her support a thousand percent. And so I say that for people, it's like, you don't have to necessarily date someone who's into that world. It's just being able to be able to communicate with someone who, believe, who believes in supporting you. And once you have that support, you're fine. But yeah, my wife doesn't even like it at all. She. But it's just um, our relationship, our dynamic. Our dynamic, I'm able to communicate those things to her. And, and and be able to compromise, is what we like to say, compromise.
0: (laughs) Nice. Now, are are you competing anytime soon or again in the
1: future, near future?
2: Near future, yes. Um, There's a lot more shows coming up in Florida. The issue was, what I try to tell people is, (laughs) so I've I've been pro since 2016, and so there weren't as many Men's Physique Pro shows in the Florida area before. And when they were, there's been shows, I was telling my homeboys, um, this, um, Thomas Legier and Eric Shelton, I was talking to them um, the other day about it, it was like, man, I've done some shows where I was the only person, or when the payouts came, they thought there'd be more people on the show, and then they didn't want to yeah. pay me when I won, like, there's been a lot of shows, I've been, like, I've been there for, like, some ground hard days through some of these federations, I'm not going
1: to
2: uh, name drop them, but I've been through some <laughs> some tough times, so, but to get back on track, um, I'm going to do something early um, next year. It's the plan. Um, this year didn't go exactly as I planned. There was a lot of stress when I was at work. Um, so at Bailey's Gym and Sweat PT, my current, well, my, my former job, I was managing nine different gym locations. And I had 18 trainers under me and over 30 clients. And so I did one show in July came in dead last, in that's League pro, and I just wasn't in a condition. I wasn't getting enough sleep. I wasn't able to focus on prep, came in dead last, and I was going to make it up and do the uh, OCB presidential cup, and then I caught COVID. And then after I caught COVID, I found out I had a non-cancerous tumor on my ankle, and I got that removed. Thank God it was non-cancerous, but I got that removed, so I had ankle surgery. And so Mm – Long story short, this year, everything I try, every time I try to plan for something, they go my way. So, I'm not going to do anything this year. But early next year, probably when the first uh, Florida Men's League Pro shows, I'll definitely be in there. And I, t- I told the guys, let me know what show you're doing. I'll hop in. I'm I never um, afraid of any competition. I've done too many shows with one or two people to sit there and, r- and try to hide from someone competing on the show.
1: So. <laughs> so, whoever's
2: competing, I'm ready. But, yeah, early next year is the goal. Um getting in shape now. As far as gonna look like I'm competing, but getting in shape now, only cheat meal is gonna be. Um, and I try to recommend this for people. Stay ready. You have to get ready. But uh, only cheat meal is gonna be Thanksgiving, Christmas, anniversary, and then we're in the ground running. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So in your, in your off season, you have a strict diet as well on your off season.
2: That's the only way to get better.
0: <laughs> the only way to get better in the off season is have a diet in the off
2: season. Because if you don't have no diet or any structure, where are you going? All I say is if that GPS isn't on telling you where to go, how do you know if you're going in the right direction? And right. so right. And so with that, you always want to uh, make sure you have some kind of plan in the off-season. Now, off-season, yeah, there's going to be a lot more cheap mm-hmm. meals. You're going to have to introduce sugar, high-salty meals, and stuff of that nature. But mm-hmm. I say you want to have a structure, whereas there's life balance where you're still able to have Hamburger night and taco night and all that stuff, but still make sure you're not getting too overweight. Whereas you're having to lose 50 pounds before your show, like that's yeah. that, that's not now you're being now you have a tougher prep. And then you also want to make sure you're protein in because obviously you want to show new muscle, new size when you go into the next show. You want to show improvement. Well, the only reason, only way you can do that is by um, make sure your protein levels are a certain way. And so with that, you have to make sure you get enough protein in each day and then your training. You can't sit there and just be – your nutrition. Your training should always be complementary to your training. And so yeah. if you're lifting heavy, you want to make sure you put enough fuel back in to recover those muscles from lifting heavy. Or if you're doing endurance, you want to make sure you have enough energy to do those endurance-style movements. So they always should complement each other. They should go hand-in-hand, hand, peanut butter jelly. And so if you have no plan, no structure, you're not going to improve any off-season. So – Yes, you wanna have structure in the off season. It doesn't have to be competition strict, uh, live life. But you don't um but you wanna just make sure you stay the course you have a goal in mind. You have a goal in mind and that you're not having to lose a ton of weight before a show and and then you end up losing muscle while you're trying to lose fat and then you end up looking the same. And and people see that. I mean, it, it happens. You end up you didn't take advantage of the off-season. You look the same as you did last show. You looked sitting there comparing pictures. All you have is a different haircut yes. and a different
1: borscht.
0: <laughs> 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 so, so, now, we the next question. So, uh, yeah. a workout with you, somebody, somebody work out for, do with you during a week. Mm-hmm. What, what what does your stretch look like? Like, somebody wants to work out with you for a week. What what, what, what would it look like? you preparing for a show. Um, You're for a
1: show.
2: Uh, prepping for a show, so typically it it changes each time because I really, um, I take judges' critiques um, with a very fine line, but I don't depend on them because each judge has their own opinions and subjectivity. And I honor all judges because there's a lot to go down there, a lot of responsibility to judge. But you're not going to always see the same judges every single time unless you do the same show. And so my training... Changes based upon how I take about 20%, 30% of the judge. Every now and then you run into a really good judge and know what they're doing. But I say 20% from the judge. The other 80% is a mix of my coach and myself. And so with that, my training changes each time. I've never done the same um, meals or the same uh, workout each prep. So right now my my main goal is to um, fill out my chest. So now um, if you're... Do- if I were to do a show um very soon, you're gonna see about three days dedicated towards um chest to keep that full, whether it's more um swept between barbells, flies, and just more of like a push up dip day more of a functional training day for chest mm-hmm. mixed in with um, um with leg days leg days um my leg days are typically I do legs once every three days. I, I do them when they're fresh because we're men, we don't have to hit them as frequently. But I make sure I get maximum effort out of my legs. Everyone will see me like, oh, how you lifting like that on legs? It's like I let them recover.
1: <laughs> I'm a big
2: fan of recovery. And so, um, so my structure is typically going to be day one, chest. Day two, it's going to be legs. Day three, it's going to be back. Day four, it's going to be shoulders and arms. And then day five, it's gonna be either uh, it's gonna be chest and then legs again, and then it's gonna go like that. Um, for me, cardio is fairly light due to my metabolism. Cardio is only gonna be about uh, 15 minutes post workout, and then at night I'll go do like a a little run around the block. But um, a typical day with me, it really just depends on what I see as my weaknesses are, and try to increase those. Um, uh, and try to Change those weaknesses to strengths, and no more than 90 minutes on weight, no more than 30 minutes total on cardio. Granted, mm-hmm. I have a higher intensity on cardio. You hear some people doing hours of cardio. It's like, well, you have to do hours if your intensity's low. But um, say high intensity, 30 minutes, 90 minute weight, at least three chest days right now to supplement um where I want to improve on the most.
0: Nice, nice.
1: Um and then
0: you do you have any, do you have any like clothing lines or any, anything you're working on or anything like that or you got any sponsorships you work you got coming up or anything like
2: that? Uh so right now um biggest thing um I got going right now is I got the um the app going, the fitness app is full and live going, got my website and got my complete online business. After that, I'm gonna branch off, try to do some um, expand the business some more, but it's gonna be at a, um, another gym or something in the works where um, I have my own.
1: <laughs> um, nice. It's
2: gonna be, um, it, it's, it's gonna be. I'm just checking all options right now, seeing what's out mm-hmm. there. But um, definitely gonna expand on my own personal business. Right now, um, sponsored by Mansport Supplements. They're out of Texas. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, going to work on something with them. We're going to do a big fitness challenge coming up. Um, um, after the new year, the new year, new me. Um, we're going to come up with a better name with it, though. So.
1: <laughs>
2: and we're going to work on, um, uh, but it's going to be a prize pack. So working with them. So, um, you get some supplements. This is, um, incentivize, um, goals, really. So we're going to incentivize you to reach your own goal. And so we're going to partner with them and, um, have a nice prize pack. And that's gonna be all full with the app. So I'm gonna give away. I'm gonna give away um like a full custom program on the app
1: mm-hmm.
2: for a very low price. We haven't um went over the specifics yet, but you're gonna get full as if almost you're competing with me style training mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. for a great value for a very average price for like a regular just workout. So you're gonna get like the parts of nutrition. Um, videos um messenger fitness groups, all that you can get all that uh, all inclusive um for the prices if you're just paying for like a workout so um pricing structure isn't out yet, but uh, just stay tuned for that as it's gonna be a great buy as you're gonna get um a lot more um than you were to just uh, traditionally if you were to ask on for workouts and nutrition and we gonna have um The prize is all set up.
1: Nice.